You are listening to the Archaeology Podcast Network. Welcome to Soupcast, coming to you from Archaeosoup Towers. By popular demand, we're taking selected videos from the Archaeosoup back catalogue and bringing them to you as convenient podcasts. As the name implies, with Archaeosoup you get a bit of everything thrown into the pot. Archaeology, discussion, humour and debate. You can find out more at archaeosoup.com. So sit back, relax and enjoy our hearty helping of Archaeosoup. Questions of Doom Hello and welcome back to another Questions of Doom <laughs> In this series as ever I attempt to answer questions that you send my way using the archaeosoup at gmail.com email address as displayed on the YouTube channel homepage but as you'll also see at the end of this video uh, in answering these questions by video, it is my fond hope that the answer is not only useful to the person who's asked the question, but also anyone else out there who may be wondering the same thing. Now, today's question of doom is along the lines of a topic which is actually quite often sent my, my way. It's a topic which people want me to, to comment on quite frequently. But this particular uh, wording of the question I thought was worthwhile responding to publicly, and hopefully it'll be useful to other people who've asked similar questions. Um, it actually comes from Mr. Peter Wood, or Pete Wood, and goes as follows. Uh, a touchy subject uh, for Archeo Chat. Dear Mr. Soup and Mr. Soup, Firstly, congratulations on your marvellous YouTube channel, which I was introduced to last year as I began my online Archaeology A-level from College on the Net. Oh, superb. Now, I, found, I now find myself at the beginning of the second year, and also the beginning of the human race, studying as we are human evolution in Africa, and when and why they eventually spread out from there. A running theme I'm picking up on in this section of my course is the delicacy and tact required when presenting or discussing human evolution to people of more religious than scientific leanings. This led me to various online discussions and videos, such as the debate between Bill Nye, the science guy, and Ken Ham, who I'm assured is not in fact a Chinese TV chef. Well, I suppose if there is Ken Hom, yeah, okay, I can see why there might be some confusion. Um, but yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, would you care to weigh in on this ongoing, rather touchy subject? Or alternatively, could you offer any advice to those of us who may wish to present and discuss archaeology in general without, without upsetting the delicate sensibilities of people of faith? Thank you, Pete Wood. Now, um, well, Pete, you ask... A very true question. This is a very honest question. Lots of people, as I say, ask this question of me. And in the past, I've been asked to downright make a video saying, "You're an idiot if you don't if you believe in creation. You're a moron," <laughs> um, which uh, which I'm not going to do. Uh, and th th there are several reasons for this, but the main reason is because it's rude. To be honest, it's very very rude just to go, "You're an idiot, and you should know it. I know it. Why don't you?" So. Uh, as you say, it is important to, to, to want to discuss this stuff, I feel, in a way which doesn't just set out to upset people. 
However, I would take issue with one of the things that you say, and that is that people that people uh, with faith have a delicate sensibility, um, or in some cases they have a very delicate sensibility. Um, there's a difference between a delicate sensibility and being willfully uh, ignorant, or willfully not wanting to hear what someone else is saying. Uh, I know many, many very religious people, some of whom I just do not agree on, or sorry, agree with, sorry, on key things such as evolution, or key things such as um, elements of mere morals and, and, and the, the truth of right and wrong in, uh, in human society, or human societies. But none of these people, uh, for the most part, would I class as having a delicate sensibility. They're all very robust individuals, and they can take a good, um, a good debate on the chin. Um, usually, we end up agreeing to disagree, or actually, usually we go away, both of us, with something to think about from our conversations. But I've never really had a situation where I say, um, you know, Darwin, and they go, <laughs> and you know, run out of the room looking for some scented um, tissue paper to wipe their tears. Uh, delicate sensibility, I suppose, I know it's just a phrase that you've used, but maybe we don't want to set out from the off, presuming that people with faith, or with a faith, are, um, are, um, are, are so... Uh, so easily upset, I suppose. Now, that said, though, there is this element of, there is the need to have, yes, a sense of tact and a sense that other people won't always share your opinion. This actually applies within the sciences as well. You know, there are people out there who don't believe, for example, in the outer Africa. There are, there are scientists who advocate a multi-regional theory of evolution. So actually it's entirely possible you can be talking about this in a room full of anthropologists and you'll upset someone in that room. So um, so again, these things are very fluid and there's a whole spectrum of ideas, thoughts and beliefs. The second thing that I'd like to pick up on is that you say that there's a um, the need to, uh, to have tact when presenting and discussing human evolution to people of more religious than scientific leanings. And again, there, I suppose, is the assumption that there are those two different types of people, and name the two shall meet. Um, again, I know many very religious, very scientific people. Um, I know religious skeptics, dare I say. Uh, I know people who, who, who believe in, in God or a God, but who um, refuse to, to, to allow that faith get in the way of, uh, of observable truth or for example universality uh, when it comes to say geology the depth of time on this planet this kind of thing so again it's it's possibly helpful to to from the off offing accept that, that there are various types of people with various types of beliefs and also they are variously open to debate discussion and even changing their mind so um so i think uh, i think that's probably a really good place to start from is not to be overly concerned about the other person so long as you're not just turning up to go you're an idiot because if you do that frankly no matter who you're talking to or no matter what their beliefs you're going to insult them aren't you <laughs> so so don't be too concerned about the other person if they're reasonable they should be able to 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 listen to you without their head exploding or without wanting to to murder you um but i do know what you mean I, I am being a little bit, a little bit um, facetious, but, but at the same time, I'm not. I, I do genuinely believe in awful lot of the stuff I've just said. You know, it's, it's all true. 
this, this spectrum of reactions that, that you'll come across when talking, especially about evolution. But I do know what you're talking about. I know what you mean. There are people who, uh, who, who are, some people would say devout, other people would say um, stubborn. And there are people who, who, who do not and will not ever want to hear what it is that science or anthropology, not that anthropology isn't a science, but you know what I mean, or, um, or biology, is saying about our origins or the best the best information that's, that's coming to the to the fore about how human beings came to to exist on this planet there are people who just do not will never want to hear that and i suppose actually in terms of discussing how to approach that i mean i've already sort of touched on this in the past there was a chap in the u.s from a very rural community where i talked about maybe using the analogy of farming you know the fact that animals change observably when the farmer decides to breed them in a certain way and that is forced evolution maybe using that as an analogy um, so i have talked about this in the past but at the same time um th there'll be there'll be situations where it's just never going to it's never going to get through and perhaps it's worthwhile accepting that these people don't don't want to and will not ever change their mind and that's okay and this is, I suppose, this is the most difficult part of of knowing something or knowing what you think is a really good idea. Um, as I say, you run the risk of saying, I know it, I know the answer, because we don't know the answer. We are still figuring the answer out. But knowing a really good idea, knowing something amazing, there's something really painful about knowing that and then knowing that other people don't care. Other people do not want to know. Um, I, I'm reminded of, um, of a conversation I had back when I was working in, uh, in York um, at, the, uh, at the York Archaeological Trust. And I was talking to a lady um, about, uh, about how, uh, how inbred the human race is, <laughs> just how genetically uh, undiverse in many, many respects we are and how closely related we are to each other. And, and she just stopped me dead. She went, I don't want to know. I don't care like that really really sober with a little hint of aggression because she didn't want to know she didn't want to hear that she was possibly uh, just as related to someone from australia or just as related to someone from china as she was to her next door neighbor as she was indeed to me she was from the us and she really just did not want to hear that and that that's painful that's hard to deal with because you're trying to share an exciting a liberating idea an idea that that, that we are brothers in a species or sisters in a species and uh, and she, no, la 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 la. That's hard to deal with. I'm not saying it's not, but and this is the kicker. This is the kicker. You just have to. You have to accept that there will be people who don't care, who do not want to know. Um, there will be people who will have a, an extraordinary background, really strange maybe even homeschooled background where they do absolutely believe something to be true but they are open to debate because they're curious and those people are worthwhile talking to and worthwhile risking the frustration with but uh talking trying to talk to some people it just won't work and it's kind of like um entering a conversation or a debate with people where they're sort of put nose to nose and all they do is scream at one another neither of them are listening 
but neither of them, uh, in therefore, are going to change their minds. They're both just adamant that, that uh, the immovable object and the unstoppable force, you know? Um, sometimes that's just going to happen. And I think that's the most difficult thing to accept when, uh, when you are a scientist or, or, a, or a thinking person or a, a philosopher or whatever. It's really, really difficult to, to just accept that. And I'm exposed to that all the time on YouTube. Um, I get emails from people constantly saying, you know, denounce, denounce these people, you know, kind of thing. Um, I get emails all the time, uh, or comments indeed on, on YouTube videos, where the, the video's got nothing to do with religion, but someone finds a way to, to weave in some cynical comment about faith. Um, and I think that probably comes out of this frustration that people have. I'm not saying it's easy, but it is just a fact, a fact of life. So, in summary, I would say I always come down on being polite. Be honest, be forthright, be polite. Don't set out to insult people. Uh, and if, if people don't want to hear today, maybe they'll want to hear tomorrow. Maybe you're giving them something to think about. But the last thing that, that will achieve anything, but also the last thing that, that, that will make you feel any better is just getting angry, getting frustrated, or as I say, the whole sort of, you're an idiot, Muppet, Bible, you know, that kind of thing. What does that achieve? It doesn't really achieve anything. Um, hopefully these thoughts have been useful. Uh, hopefully, Pete, you found some of these thoughts useful. These are very interesting ideas. When, it, you know, when you're first exposed to the origins of humanity, it can be amazing, it can be mind-blowing, and you want to share these ideas far and wide with as many people as possible. Um, but but there, there will be people who just don't, who just don't want to know, and the most, it is just the most difficult thing to, to, to accept that. And um, it's, uh, yeah, I would say actually that, well actually I'm reminded of, there's, there's, a, there's a, something that I saw a couple of days ago where someone said, I don't care what you believe, it's how you behave that um that makes you a good person and i think that's probably very apt for this for when thinking about this type of stuff it doesn't really matter what someone believes it doesn't really matter what they believe happens to them after they die it really doesn't matter it's not going to affect you or me what someone else believes um as so long as it's not you know actually insidious or brainwashing someone but anyway, that, that's off to one side what matters is how they're behaving and if they're behaving like unreasonable so-and-sos, then you need to behave like a reasonable so-and-so. And also, you need to behave in a way which isn't causing you stress or, you know, anguish. And um, surely that's got to be a good way to start these kind of conversations. Behave properly. Behave in, and also listen in the same way that you would like to be, li like to be listened to in that sense. Because who knows, you know, maybe some of what they're saying might challenge you. I'm not saying you might, you might go over to their faith or whatever but you may well find yourself going okay right i have another a new appreciation as to why it is that you are saying what you're saying so i, I would say start from that standpoint listen be polite and um and accept that at some at some point you will you may well reach a moment in a conversation with some people where you go okay right there's no need to keep on talking about this I'll just, I'll just go home. <laughs> um, but then that makes it sound like you're going to doorsteps. Hello, have you heard about the love of evolution and how it might change your life? <laughs> but you know what I mean? If you're meeting someone, if you meet someone in a bar or something, you know, be prepared to walk away. 
Uh, anyway, hopefully, as I say, this has been interesting. Uh, hopefully, it's been a little bit amusing. And hopefully, uh, this will help other people. There all these other people who keep on sending me a very similar question to, to have a bit of a think about it. And as I say, as much as anything else, challenge your own preconceptions about religious people. They're not all stupid. Challenge your preconceptions about your own ideas. Your ideas aren't perfectly formed yet. These ideas are actually still in the process of being developed, as it were. That's the great thing about science. Um, but also, hopefully, it, it, it's, 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 this is giving you some food for thought when it comes to, um, uh, to that difficulty of just accepting that some people will never agree with you. You know, and that, that can be really hard. Anyway, guys, as ever, please do, until next time, take very good care. Bye-bye. This podcast episode has been produced by the Archaeology Podcast Network in collaboration with Archaeosoup Productions. Find out more podcasts at www.archaeologypodcastnetwork.com.